Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 334 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Pyle. Joined as always by my esteemed colleagues, Willie Saylor, Kyle Brackey, and the wrestling nomad, Daniel Roy Lobdell Jr. And Willie's here. Come and ask from Easton, PA. What's up tonight? We got a big one. Got some heat today. Oh, okay. I thought you said tonight. I got confused. Um, yeah, we got a good one. I mean, there wasn't a ton of wrestling last week, and yet we came away with a uh, preponderance of discussion topics. And I think you start with the Iowa Hawkeyes and the uh, their duel against Purdue, which was a topic of discussion both in the lead up for as far as hey who's wrestling who's going to be the guy guys for the Hawkeyes where's Jacob Warner and then afterwards when it comes out about an hour or so before I want to say that no Lugo no Spencer Lee and the Iowa Hawkeyes put out a lineup of five of the regular starters and five backups and it, it started a lot of conversation a lot of questions because to I mean in me, I was just asking questions like, what is the precedent here in terms of when have we ever seen this? When have we seen a lineup for, for really any team uh, in Division One wrestling, but especially a power program, where they're at half strength for whatever reason? It's, it's unprecedented. It's not even about uh, an indictment on coach brands or the decisions to hold guys out or, just, or guys getting hurt. It's just for, the first thing is, when has this ever happened? Willie, do, do you have any like recollection of this? You're old. No, I, I am old. I've, I don't have a recollection of when we've ever saw a sporting event with half a team. Yeah. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of components to this. One being um, what the fans expect to see and, and what they don't see. Um, you know, you show up for a dual meet, you, you want to see your, you want to see your horses run, right? Um, yeah. Now, there's there's reasons, right? Um, apparently, you know, some were sick. Some came up with last minute injuries, um, but I don't I don't know if that pacifies the fans. Um, but it's just a, uh, an odd thing. I, I've never seen a thing in sports where only half the starters went. No, I I haven't seen anything like that either. Um, so. To, to me, it's it's like a number of questions because we don't really know because, I mean, in this 
in, in wrestling, you really have little idea what the deal is with guys, you know, why they're out. It, it's, it's always a little bit more mysterious. You can hear rumors, but if you start running with rumors and you can get yourself in some trouble and uh, people get upset. So, um, so we don't really know the exact reason. I mean, stole you assume getting held out from lingering effects of the gunshot wound with um, <laughs> with Kimmer. I mean, what? I, I mean, mean, that's true. It's true. It's the a linger, weird. The lingering effects of the gunshot wound. It's a uh, weird sentence that to just say. Came out very matter of factly. I know. Um, well, as I've I've gotten used to it. Just uh, as what happened? You know, Kimmer, I think his injury is serious, and I don't know when we're going to see him, right? Um, so I think there's legitimacy. You know, Spencer Lee being held out was was surprising, and same with Luger. That was what I was like, wow, what's going on? And, you know, there's – Warner was like – I'm pretty sure that Coach Brands definitively said, and, and actually Nomad put this – did the, the sleuthing afterwards because uh, I forget <laughs> what we said, but um, – you know, we would kind of were definitive. We ran an article, hey, Jacob Warner's going to make his his Carver Hawkeye debut. And then we're like, then when it was came out, he's not wrestling, we kind of did some, we're like, wait, should we have run it? And then Nomad's like, yeah, they were definitive. There was no, like, um, wavering or could it happen. Like, Coach Brand was definitive, Warner's going to wrestle. And he gets, he doesn't wrestle, right? So that's a component too, Christian, um, that people bring up is that, Wrestling still isn't um, still isn't like other sports where there's an injury report list. Um, you don't. There's a lot of not information, and there's a lot of misinformation. Now, it, it just so happens, you know, Tom Brand says one thing, and and things could change, right? Like Spencer Lee could get the flu overnight or something. Well, that's the um, that's what they're saying. I, I mean. The rumor is he was just sick, had the flu. Expensive. Right. I mean, things could happen. Maybe, you know, I don't know. Maybe Warner's going to go and then something flares up that morning and uh, he can't go. But wrestling is sort of still in the dark ages in terms of um, what information comes out, number one. And, and just playing games with sort of things and what they say – is a guy ready? Is a guy not? I mean, you know, KL said Nick Soriano's downstairs wrestling. So yeah. uh, you, you you don't always know what to take. Right, yeah, that is that is definitely true. You don't know what to make of it. So I, I look at it a couple things. One, there, there's no way that this is a good thing for Iowa, in my <laughs> opinion, right? Like, no matter how you slice it, they're either holding out guys that are able to wrestle, that is bad, or there is something going on that I don't know if it's the training. I don't know. I don't know what you can point the finger at p- potentially. But th- there at least deserves like a a second look and like, man, should we look at our methods here? Because how is half of the lineup not able to go? This doesn't happen anywhere else. And yeah, you know, Ohio State will have a guy that's you know Bo Jordan for the better part of his career was kind of in and out of the lineup and, and NATO and guys and it happens right and it. Not doesn't really happen much at Penn State, but for to have five guys out, you might say, "Well, what's going on here?" That you know, Alex Marinelli is gonna basically, I guess, finish his career with that giant knee brace, and that that dude is that dude is so dog tough. His knee is not fixed; it is not better. He has not had surgery. Um, it's a 
injury that ends most seasons, and he's just sucking it up because he's tougher than heck. Okay, Kimmer supposedly has a knee injury. All right, Warner's hurt. Stoll's still out. Now, I, you could say that's something completely different, sure. Um, well, not really. Yeah. I mean, he had, a, he had a knee for a long time. Yep. Well, I mean, Stoll was hurt. That, and, you know, that, now Lugo's hurt. Um, he's wrestled. That big black knee brace is, I mean, that's part of the standard issue uniform. You stop. You stop. But no, I mean, I, I, I do think you, you know, Spencer came in hurt last year, you know, recovering from his injury. So, you know, he had the giant knee brace, but that was from uh, an injury sustained in high school. But I, I just think it's, man, you, 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 you at least think about it, right? Like, man, what's going on here? Because there is that stigma. It, it was kind of the, the recruiting ammo that was used against Iowa. And I, I don't know what, I just can't see how a team is, is uh, this hurt in November. Now, conversely, is it evolution with Coach Brands and company where like, hey, typically, you know, we would wrestle. We would say, hey, Warner, go out there and wrestle. But, but he's not. Okay. Hey, Sam, let's go. Hey, Pat Lugo, you got to suck it up and make way and um, wrestle through this injury. Right. And then is that evolution for, for him to play the end game and be better in March? And if so, that's, I mean, and that's part of the problem, right? Because pragmatic tactic, pragmatically, it makes sense to hold guys out. It's just, but it is bad overall for the fans, for the sport when, yeah, I mean, and that's kind of a lot of the justification you're hearing from from Iowa fans right now. It's kind of what they're telling themselves, like, well, all that matters is March. It's like, well, that can't be true for the sport. It can't be true that the only thing that matters, so hold them out, so so don't wrestle any, right, if that's the whole well, thing. <clears throat> that's another component to this whole thing, too. It's weird. It's just one duel, but so much comes out of it, and, and that is true, too. Um, I and a lot of other people have been like, you know, Iowa looks great early in the season, and then comes March time, and these guys are beat up and dog-tired, and um, we've been critical of them for that. Uh, now, maybe they back off a little bit and take take it easy in the first semester, and now we're now we're complaining too, right? Oh, well, they don't wrestle, guys. Well, I um, guess I guess my issue with it is that. There's clearly a sweet spot that can be found because many teams in the country are able to wrestle their lineup by and large for the entire year and still so it's not like a an either or proposition is the thing. And that's what like a lot of Iowa fans I think what they're trying to tell themselves like, well, we're sitting out it's like guys there's dozens of teams that can have it both ways, right? And and Iowa certainly can too. And it could be just perfect storm of injury, sickness with Spencer Pat, I don't, I don't really know what's going on there. Lugo has had ankle issues, but even before he transferred to Iowa. So if that reared itself again, okay, sure, you know, it wouldn't surprise me a lot. But um, I, I think there's, a, there's a middle ground that can be, that can be struck. And you know, I'm not saying they should have wrestled any of those guys, but I am saying you can't pretend this isn't strange. The there's two like really big picture interesting things to me that you kind of brought up. So if you're talking about um, like what's good for the sport and fans and all that, so there's seven home dates on I was on at Carver Hawkeye, right? And if you're a season ticket holder, that means you get seven opportunities to see your guys live at Carver Hawkeye. And whether you live in Iowa City or you're driving two and a half hours, you expect a certain product to be on the mat. And coach. 
coach brands and, and both brands and Morningstar should absolutely do what is best for the team to get them ready for March because, again, that's all we're going to judge them for. Um, but if you're a Hawkeye fan and you pay for seven home duels and you get Spencer Lee for four of them or you get Jacob Warner for three of them or you get Pat Lugo for, for three or four of them, is that going to change how you spend your money and what kind of economic decision you make? Um, because for me, like at the beginning of this year, season tickets was one of the things I was most excited about that all teams are doing. Uh, so again, I wish to do what's right for them, but if you're a fan, it's going to change maybe how you um, spend your money when you know that guys might be held out of, of duels for season tickets. Um, and then number two, as far as the the thing, you know, Willie was saying, we complain when they don't wrestle, we complain when, when they're hurt in March. Um, is wrestling becoming smarter and maybe more aware of the fact that guys are beat up coming into college and are hurt coming into college and maybe need more time uh, resting than we give them credit for because they're not robots. That's what I was thinking too. Um, They're beat up and banged up in November, which is not good. Right. Um, But but Christian makes a very good point. Uh, There's a sweet spot, right? I mean, everybody else isn't, nobody else is having a problem with it. Um, Missouri doesn't have a lot. They they wrestle their lineup almost every time out. Penn State wrestles their lineup every time out. Um, I don't know. Oklahoma they, State, those guys wrestle all the time. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's uh, I don't know. And you know, after afterwards, it's like, man, I was really excited for what Coach Brands because I was I was hoping he'd be kind of pressed about the lineup a little bit, and. He basically said, hey, get used to this lineup. This is what we're going to see. Um, he said, we got to be making hay with that lineup. That's the lineup you're going to see. And, you know, now he's also been saying that, that Warner's going to wrestle. He's been saying a lot of things, so we'll see if that's really the lineup. That's the lineup they use for Iowa State. That duel is a because, goes from an Iowa slaughter to this gets really interesting because 25 goes from a pin to, or a yeah. tech to a loss. What? I, I mean – yeah, I see what you're saying. I don't know, I don't know how to take what Coach Brand says. I mean, is Spencer going to be out for a week? I don't know. I mean, I, I who knows? He did say, and he, he did say too that uh, in an interview that Kemmer wants to go. Kemmer wants to go. Kemmer wants to go. So he got to be close. I, I think, yeah. With but then on the other hand, you know. But then on the other hand, he says. Get ready to use this lineup that we just saw against Purdue. So I don't know. Yeah, he said get used to it. Um, so w- whatever that means, we'll find out on Saturday, right? That's we'll Saturday. have a we'll have a little more information today when they do like their usual media day and they put out their probable lineup. But again, if they hit us with an or like they did last week for Warner and Bowman, doesn't super help. And look, college teams do this, right? Like they make match time decisions all the time. So. They can do that, but we're we're gonna have a little more information today. Um, but do you want to run down what the duel is gonna look yeah, like? Yeah. So um, look, looking at it, you know, start off with fireworks. Alex Mackle, Perez, Perez. Um, <laughs> where I think you favor Mackle. Let's not talk too much about that, but certainly Mackle will get smashed by Spencer Lee and Perez. Perez is you know not there. Um, so that's a that's a winnable match for Iowa State, and that's basically how I look at it. That's how I look at if a duel can be competitive. How many winnable matches do you have, right? 33, Gomez DeSanto. I don't think we've seen uh, the best Austin DeSanto yet. Um, I think guys are taking away his go-to tie. They're not letting him get that right hand on that 
elbow or inside control where he sets up his his dump and his sweep. So I think, you know, Gomez, super talented guy. I think that's a really competitive match. You were saying that uh, Thornton was really frustrating him. Well, I, th- I thought he did a good job. Whether he won or, you know, he didn't beat Austin. He was outmatched. But, man, that whole first period, Austin couldn't get to his holds. He wasn't able to fire off many attacks. He wasn't able to move him. He wasn't that force of nature. And I think if Ben Thornton's kind of like, he can kind of give a little blueprint. It's a little hint to the rest of the country. Like, here's some things you can do um, against Austin DeSanto, who is as physical, wrestles as high a pace as anyone. But his um, at this point, what we've seen from his freshman year at Drexel and now at Iowa is like, he only has a couple pitches, right? He's kind of a fastball pitcher. He's got this one, and it comes hard. And when it's going, he's gonna he's gonna strike out, you know, nineteen guys. But um, man, if you can get a beat on it and you can do a couple things, it can be super problematic. By that same token, though, uh, wasn't Gomez down seven one in the Lindenwood finals? Yeah, I watched. I actually watched that match this morning. He got taken down and then tilted. Um, 6-1, and then I think he had a hands-to-the-face thing to make it 7-1. Um, so he got taken down early, but then he smashed his way to, for the comeback, like 15-13. But yeah, yeah, I mean, Gomez, not, that's not a result. This will be his toughest test in college. He hasn't wrestled anyone. No. Not remotely. No. Now, I like Gomez a lot, and I think he's going to be awesome. But right, to, to Bracky's point, when you haven't wrestled anybody this tough so far, it, it makes me worry about can he win this match right now. Yeah, I'd, I'd say this one's probably 70-30 for DeSanto, maybe even more, right? I, I think... Yeah. Oh, you think closer? Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. I think it's closer. Okay. I think Gomez is going to win. Oh, snap. I think Gomez can definitely he win. He go roll up in Carver and get that dub? Uh, he's his first dude he's ever wrestled in college that's of note. First dude. Carver, Hawkeye, Austin DeSanto. I'm, t- I'm taking Gomez. I got DeSanto. I, I, I don't hate it. Yeah, um, we know. You, you love Gomez. You're always chasing titles. Who are you picking, Gomez? <laughs> uh, I'm going to pick Gomez. I don't know. I mean, well, that's obvious. You guys know I don't. You don't like. I'm not super, as high on DeSanto as you guys are. Well, I don't think you have to be especially high on Austin DeSanto to think he will. He should beat Austin Gomez, but hey, I'm out. I'm currently outnumbered. I don't know where Bracky sits, but no, I'll take DeSanto. Okay, all right. Hey, we'll find out uh, Saturday evening, won't we, boys? Tiebreaker goes to the person who actually wins the match. Live on floor wrestling. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, 141 Parker versus Murin. I think you say it's winnable, Iowa State. Yeah, but I think you favor um, Murin for sure. The way he's looked, even though you know he wasn't especially quite on his offense like he was in the earlier matches. But, you know, Nate Lemix is a tough guy, and uh, he got the dub. He, I thought I still thought he looked good. Um, uh, so, yeah, I don't know. Not much to say about that match. Ian Parker, since beating Dean Heil, hasn't really kind of returned to that dude. 149, Jared Deegan versus Carter Happel. If that's who Iowa sends, then I think you – I think Deegan's a clear favorite yep. there. I think it's winnable for Happel. I mean, Deegan has a really unique style. Uh, leaves his legs kind of open. If Happel's finishing and attacking, then, yeah, he's got a shot. But um, I think this is Deegan's match. It could be like 10-3 going into 157 here. Yeah, very realistically. And then, you know, this is where back-to-back here, I think the Hawkeyes put a, put some points on the board. Caleb Young versus Chase Straw. Uh, I, th- I think you say... Young probably 
bonus points here potentially against Straw, and I think Alex Marinelli, Brady Jennings. Jennings is uh, Marinelli's look really good all year long. Had to figure some bonus points there, but then Marcus Coleman versus Miles Wilson. I, that could be a big one, yeah. Yeah, I I don't. I I think Coleman's the favorite there. I don't know how he couldn't be. What? What smirks? Uh, I don't know. I I you, don't think this is a thing. I don't care if it's I was. I don't care if it's Iowa's second team. I don't think it's going to be. A th- you keeping track of the score right now? It just about the, do you have? Do you have? Uh, who do you got? Miles Wilson or um, shoot? You already have Gomez beating DeSanto. Who do you got? Uh, Marcus Coleman, Miles Wilson. Uh, here's why. Here's why I don't oh, think boy. this is a thing because I think like Spencer will wrestle. Okay, well Tom Brand said this I is mean, the lineup we're going. We're, yeah. we're operating on the assumption that yeah, yeah, of course if. Yeah, if Lugo wins. Well, okay, the next guy, I don't care who wins, Miles Wilson or Marcus Coleman, because the next two guys, listen, the next two guys is the dealership. And, listen, what are you- Adam Fellers, Adam Fellers, Iowa legend. He's an Iowa fan. He, he just coined the term. He changed it from Cash Wilkie to Bitcoin Wilkie. So now we have Bitcoin and the dealership back to back, and I love it. Yeah, and I think you can if you go five Bitcoin down payment, you get a you can get a nice pre-owned Chevy Dodge. So you're picking the dealership to be Willie Nicholas. No. That's why I'm confused. Why you're saying we're going yeah, back wha- to back here? Back to back here. Back to back. What a win and a loss. No, but Bitcoin will win. Bitcoin will beat uh, okay. Col- Colbray. I probably agree. Yeah. I agree with that, but we've got Nicholas over. Uh, I didn't even know that. Colbray was at 84 this year. All right. Way to be locked in. Remember when he wrestled, remember when he wrestled heavyweight just matches freshman year? <laughs> <laughs> that was really bad. You know what? Against basically the biggest heavyweight there was, and he had a season-ending injury. They were like, nah, yeah. <laughs> You're ready for the big time, kid. Uh, maybe not. <laughs> I guess that's why they have weight classes, huh? All right. So... I've got Wilkie. I've got Miklas. G. Grimm versus Aaron Costello. I've got G. Grimm. So nope. you're circling. I'm circling. 33 and 74 is the swing matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, if Iowa State wins those, it's 19 to. I can't add right now. It's uh, tough. 14. Mm. For for the Cyclones. For, no, for Iowa if they win those. Nope, for the Cyclones. Well, no, I'm saying if Iowa State wins 33 oh, and 74, okay. if, if gotcha. Coleman and Gomez win, it goes Iowa State's way. Now, again, we're operating with uh, Perez Perez, Happel, Steve Bowman, Chevy Dodge, Costello, <laughs> Miles Wilson. We're operating under what Coach Brand said. Yeah, so you don't think this is going to be a thing? If that li- if that's the lineup, will yeah, it, is it a that, thing? If that's the lineup... Things get really interesting in, in an Iowa-Iowa State duel. Yep, they okay. get interesting. I just – forgive me for not taking Brand's press conference word for its word. Okay, and that's fair too. I Man, I, I can't imagine no, uh, no Spencer Lee. But, right. I mean, I'm just going by what was said. That's all we're doing. If he says something different Tuesday, then on Thursday we'll – We'll have a different discussion. Yeah, and, you know, look, if Marinelli gets pinned, DeSanto wins, like, 
Miles Wilson wins. All these things, very possible. I don't know why Miles Wilson would win. I mean, sure he could. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I guess he would. Yeah, that can happen. He's probably going to win. Then, yeah, it's a different match. But this is actually, this. yeah, this, is very, this could be a thing with this lineup. Bowman beat Bruner. The dealership, yeah. That was a weird match, that, that, too. Someone asked if he got carvered. If Bruner got carvered, I'm like, Bowman laid there the entire third period with his face on the mat. Like, that's, that's what, that's. That's an anti-carver. He got carvered. He won, but got car. I don't know. He kind of should have lost that match because Bruner had him on his back for well over two seconds. And they just, after he gave the two, I don't know if you watched the match, Willie, but I thought they, they owed him some swipes. But we are pro dealership here. Um, no money down. Zero percent APR financing. <laughs> the Steve Bowman show. Someone tried to correct me. They're like, "It's Mitch Bowman." I was like, "No." So, Allegedly. Yeah, according to you. Um. <laughs> all right. So that was the Iowa duel. Any thoughts on the match they wrestled? Um. Yeah. No, I thought some of the matches were close, and I thought I. I Thought that Thornton was having a good year going in. Um, I, I mean, I think the most interesting things are the dealership beat Bruner, and there was closest matches at thirty three and forty one, right? like closer than I thought. Yeah, for sure with thirty three. I thought I thought Murin and Limix had potential to be pretty close, and it was. Okay, I mean, we ha- we had Limix ranked a spot ahead of him, right, going into the match. Yeah, yeah Limix is tough. No. So tough team for Purdue. I th- my, one of the biggest surprises for me was Schroeder struggling with Perez squared. I did not expect that at all. I thought I I was yeah. pretty high on Schroeder coming into this year, um, but as was <laughs> Willie found the uh, a great Hawkeye report post. That was, what did he say? He's like, are we just completely discounting the fact that maybe Perez <laughs> Perez won the wrestle off? Against <laughs> Spencer. That uh, was that was funny. Okay, Whoever said that is love it. very funny. Okay. <laughs> Oklahoma State wrestled Wyoming, and it was not Oklahoma. I, I talked a little bit about it after the duel, but I uh, thought Wyoming looked good. thought Oklahoma State did not look particularly good. Uh, it's just weird situations, weird tactics, um, bottom problems, kind of not, I won't say across the board, but it's kind of a thread you could sew through some of their guys. I mean, Cade Brock scores 10 points in the first period and wins by four. 14-10. Wins 14-10. I mean, uh, and, you know, Turner's tough, right? It's a national qualifier. I'm pretty sure it'll wait up. But that was weird. Um, you know, I thought G looked good at 49. I thought Shomers still continues to look solid against Dewey Kruger, who's a wild card. Um, Here's the thing Kruger. for me. I, you know, I knew that Wyoming would fight. You knew that Wyoming would fight, right? Those guys, Branch has those guys fight. Um, and conversely, Oklahoma State is uber talented. They haven't had fight in two years. I mean, they, those guys, by and large, generally speaking, they don't go out and, and there's, no, there's no fire behind them. There's mm. no... They don't put up bonus points. They don't get angry. They don't separate themselves in close matches. And it's it's odd because John Smith mentions it. John Smith in his, you know, in his post-match comments, he gets ticked off. Mm-hmm. But they haven't 
But but you would think, you know, when a coach is that way, you think he lights a fire under your ass and, and you see it going forward. But it's been like this for two years. Yeah, it was it was uh, something we discussed kind of all last year. They never really got it going despite their talent last year. And that's something you don't see frequently just at the Division One level, right? It's like everyone has the ebbs and flows uh, of a season. And you just didn't see that with Oklahoma State. And now this year it's kind of like, all right, now this year Dayton's in, uh, new team, right? And, man, I don't know. I, I don't know what it was. I don't know if it's fire. I don't know. Uh, just lack of assertiveness, not looking to score early, except for Cade who did, and then just kind of hanging on late. But whatever it is, th- for their talent, the, the talent disparity in the Oklahoma State-Wyoming duel is insane. And the fact that most of those matches were competitive. I mean, how many? there was three bonus matches, right? The, uh, one. There was one. There was oh. only one major? Gear pitched uh, G. Okay, yeah, so sorry. Three there were three, three bonus matches. Um, but going in, you, you think that the discrepancy is great. Well, Derek White, Derek White winning a one one or two takedown match surprised me. Uh, is ain't bad, but, you, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I thought that would be, you know, you know, Marsden's not their starter, so you kind of throw him out, uh, I suppose. But, man, 74? It, listen, the... Um, Hastings is good. He's going to be good, but he should yeah. not. He should not be. I mean, he should have won that match. Frankly, I mean that 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 was that was a total young guy mistake. Just tack. I mean, he rode him so well, and then just and and to maybe John Smith's point, it's like, man, you you got to wait that long to get away. It's yeah. like you got to yeah. wait till your back's against the wall, and it's like, man, there's a review. And in the initial, I kind of thought, man, that's not too. But then I saw a different angle. Shout out to Andrew Spay for the for the superior angle. And I mean, I, for Hastings, Hastings rode him for a minute and 50 seconds and gave up a reversal at the end. It's like, you know what I mean? Twice. Kind of, Basically, yeah. it happened twice. It happened in, in the second and third period. Uh, and, you know, look at 65. Ashworth wrestled that match like, I'm supposed to win this match. I'm better than Chandler Rogers. He did. It, it, he did. There and, wasn't and, any, like, you know, that, I was like, yeah, of course I beat him kind of thing was kind of like how I thought Branson was carrying it. Well, uh, Ashworth beat him before, right? Right. Ashworth, yep. Ashworth, so that makes it even uh, like a, a little bit more confusing to me is that you're Chandler Rogers, you're at home, this guy beat you before, and did Chandler take a leg attack? No. He was in that two-on-one a lot of the match. He... Uh, was looking at upper body ties. They literally played out exactly like their match last year. Branson shut down the two-on-one, all the crazy stuff, and got a takedown and then forced Chandler into forcing stuff in the third period and got another takedown to ice it. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was, you know, it looks like replicable. Like, he could do yes. that again for sure. Yes. Uh, and, and, yeah, Chandler's clearly got some things to to adjust. I mean, the dude's a pinner, but... You kind of point the leg attacks, getting the legs, and that's an area where he's going to have to be really good, uh, or right, at least get to better. The big one. So thirty-three, Bridges, Dayton, and watching that one, I think, and we'll see, right? Because Dayton's the the level of competition is going to increase for Dayton, right? He's going to hit Suriano next month or in January, and some other really tough guys. But um, 
Guys are having a hard time staying in the center with Dayton Fix. <laughs> I mean, he is moving guys around. Montori Bridges does not stall. Montori Bridges wrestles really hard, and he was getting moved around. And the stall point was earned, right? Like, man, he was backing away. He was going out of bounds. That's, like, why the rule exists. That was kind of, like, the purest interpretation of it. So you give up that stall point, um, and I think that's fair. But, you know, Dayton didn't get a takedown. Tucker, um, how do we say his name? Have we smelling? Shmoling? Shamling. 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 Tucker M. Night Shamalan scored <laughs> scored thirteen scored thirteen points on Montori Bridges. Thirteen a week ago. Thirteen. I mean, I'm just so yeah. I'm surprised when Dayton doesn't get one takedown. And you can say, oh, Montori stalled, but man, dude, I don't know. Some, Tucker figured it out. Uh, a time or two, so I was just surprised. Now, certainly Montori is going to raise his level knowing he's got a really good guy, but I, that surprised me. That, to me, is a, a signal that, hey, man, this is this is going to be tough. But what I and another thing I mentioned right after the match is that Dayton Fix and what's good about Dayton and why he's you know got a great chance to win the title this year is he's going to be able to win a lot of ways because if he, he can ride, right? He can definitely ride, occasionally turn. He's shown that he can get away on bottom, at least against Lezak, who's probably the second-best top wrestler at this weight. Um, so he's got a lot of different ways to win. He doesn't need leg attacks to win. He can get stall points. He's got a lot of different uh, opportunities for victory. So when you have he's that type of— Very good on mat returns, too. Yes. And very, and very committed to staying with the run. And so he doesn't have to have a consistent— leg attack to win matches, but to win NCAAs, I think he will, right? I think he is going to have to be able to get to a, get to a leg to do that. It was it was odd to see him. I, I mean, I don't even know if he was in on a shot. Was he in on a, t- a, a leg? The closest he got to a neutral takedown, as I recall, was off of Montori's shots, yep. and, he's of Montori shot. and he's going on the attack there, and he gets pretty close. He got not quite as close as he did as Lezak in that scramble, but... Um, you know, he was close. It was it was interesting to see him not close to a takedown, but uh, it is only one match. Um, encouraged by the, the top work, uh, top and bottom work, the first couple goes. Um, and his ability to move people around, like you said, I mean, that's how Gilman used to do it, right? I mean, Gilman used to, he used to take it to the edge. Um, wh- where do you have him in the pecking order right now, Christian? Um, I, he's in the top of the pecking. I think there's four, uh, maybe five in that top. I, I don't know if I can put Pletcher in there. I don't know if, and you know, this is probably disrespectful to Tariq Wilson who beat Pletcher, who had an amazing tournament, who pushed gross to, uh, maybe I'm stupid. It's very possible. That, that's a commonly <laughs> held opinion, right? But I'm just, uh, I want to see a little more with Tariq to, before I put him in there. Um, but I think it's it's Suriano, Gross, Micic, Dayton, in some order. I think that's that's the four for me. Uh, and, and you could throw Pletcher in there. You could throw Tariq Wilson in there. Um, I, I have. But you said I, I'm curious for you. You said I got Dayton. I got Dayton in everything. I got him for oh, sure. I was, what? I was. That was a little bit of. Uh... Are you walking that back already? I love the, the FRL walkbacks. Is that a heavy take? Go ahead. I'm not. Uh, no, I was like, holy cow, that's a that's a dominant win. 
I got yeah, I I got Dayton to win. I was I was just I don't know if I have Dayton to win. I don't know if I'm picking Dayton to win NCAAs right now. Um, <laughs> that's definitely a walk. So back that's that's by definition tweeted. a Willie Sailor walk back. Uh, man, but, someone asked me. Uh, uh, he's like, "You think Willie's gonna walk it back?" I was like, "No way." He's like, "No, that's not changing." No, well, he walked it back. I, I'm not saying I'm not picking him. No, you you walked it back. You said I got him in everything. Um, and you just DM me, DM me, you bums. If you, if you want, I'll action. take Dayton to win NCAA's. I'll take Dayton to win everything. DM me if you want action. <laughs> <laughs> You guys like, like Twitter is scripture. I mean, you? it's your words. What are we supposed to think it is? This is this is what he does every time we call him out for something. He's like, "What? You, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah hold on. I was having the fun. Oh, I made a pick. I made a pick on Twitter. Well, wow. I mean, <laughs> I mean, what? What? This is a good way to never be wrong, Willie. I will admit. Well, that I just said it on Twitter. It doesn't you count. Can't take what I say on Twitter and use it against me. That's. Yeah. That's not um, admissible in a court of law. I'm not even saying I'm walking it back. I, 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 no, you've already walked it back. There's no I'm debate. I'm not saying that I'm not picking Dayton. You're not going to not get Randy Jackson's autograph. Yeah, you're you're just walking around with a katana waiting for a but celebrity Here, this is autograph. what I'm going to say about 33, though. Oh, here we go. I think I, it's tough to put Pletcher in there because I don't see Pletcher running. I don't think Pletcher can win. But he can beat he, any – yeah. But he can beat – yes. That's how. That's why. That's why I was kind of like, should he go in there? Because I could see him. I could see. I mean, he has beaten Mijic. I could see him giving Soriano a really tough match. He's gonna give Soriano trouble. Yes. I, I, this he's weekend, gonna maybe. give Dayton trouble. I mean, they're, those are good matches. But I don't know if he can beat. Speaking of which, can we get to CKLV? Because I'm not gonna be here when we actually talk about CKLV. No. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, we can talk about. It. Well, I want. <laughs> I want to talk about that weight at 33 at Cliff Keen, Las Vegas. We mentioned it. Um, on Twitter, and we talked about. You know how many? There's so many twos and threes. It is many NCAA's. It's insane. And so we got Suriano, Micic, Pletcher, Lezak, Ernesty, Duncan, Montori Bridges, um, all in the mix. And for for me, I don't know if I'm. I'm certainly not on an island, but I'm seeing a lot of a lot of Micic picks out there. I know Nomad picked him. Mm-hmm. Willie, you're picking him. Um, I don't know where KB stands, but I've got I've got Soriano, and I actually I like too. I like the matchup of Micic versus um, Soriano, even though you know could be wrong. Micic is world level, but I think that Nick is too. I I think this match changes everything. If Soriano wins, I, I think a lot of we start rethinking a lot of things. Maybe you do. <laughs> what? Maybe you do. I'll start. I'm not rethinking anything. I'm already there, buddy. All right. I'm waiting what for you, me, for you to catch it. I, that changes things for me. <laughs> Hold on. Okay. Right. We're going to do this right now. Pre CKLV, right now, who's your pick to win NCAAs? Just knowing what you have now in your. Uh, same guy. I, I said, I've been saying Suriano. I will say him again. Nikki push ups. Nikki, like Nikki pull ups. <laughs> Nikki dips. He, he works out a lot. Nikki CrossFit, William, Billy. Uh, How about? All right, just keep going. I'm sorry. I would I would say Seth Gross, but I don't know. I, I think you could get a couple picks here. 
What? <laughs> See, here's the, here's the thing. You've already picked Dayton on Twitter. You can say I would pick Seth Gross, and now if you can just pick someone else, I'll you will pick, have I'll three pick, guys. I'll pick Dayton. I'll pick Dayton. Okay. But. But. <laughs> <laughs> this I'm is picking, incredible. I'm picking Dayton because I would I would pick Seth. I I don't know about his injury, I, and I don't know about wrestling half a season. So you think I, you so you would pick Dayton to be. Suriano, Micic, Pletcher. I'll pick Dayton to come out of that. You pick him to beat those guys. I'd pick him to come out of that. He's not going to have to beat every one of them. They're going to line him up. Well, they're going to line him up. Him up. <laughs> hey, might. This is another thing about the Iowa situation, though. But the, the Seth Gross thing. Name a guy who was successful that wrestled half the season. Uh, Kyle Snyder. Kyle, yeah. That don't count. You asked a question. He nailed it. A guy it. who sat out most of the season because of injury, half the season because of injury, and then came back. Right? Uh, so I'm saying I'm concerned for, I'm concerned with Seth Gross for that reason. Yeah. How much but time heck, did you have? Half the Iowa lineup is like that. Well, it's, been, it's not even been a month, Willie. Well, when are they going to come back? Well, I don't know that, but you can't say Midlands. Yeah, if they if they miss Midlands, they will have truly missed half the the season. No, I'm saying that's that's too late. Okay, pre Midlands, pre Mids, pre middle. Um, all right, who do you got? I still have Seth Gross. Okay, until proven otherwise, give me the guy that can get four against literally anyone in the weight. Literally anyone, except that's my whole thing. I don't, I don't know if he's turning uh, young Nicholas. That, and if he doesn't, then it will be a problem. But I've seen him do it too often, yeah. and we've seen that matter more in folk style too much. I, but yeah, this way is absurd. Look, Suriano wins, Micha twins, Dayton wins. Short, sure, not shocking. But until proven otherwise, give me the guy who's really, really, really good on top. Yeah, so you got Lezak. All right, he's got Lezak. <laughs> no, I um, yeah, it's it's so interesting after what Seth Gross did last year that three out of four of us are not picking him. I guess you could, we could we could use the injury clause. We're not idiots, even though. But actually, yeah, of course, if he's not healthy, yeah, duh. But I was picking Suriano coming into this year, so I'm just straight up, I'm an idiot. And Suriano could definitely win. I think he's gonna win. I yeah, really, I feel good about it. May not happen, but what one thing I like about Suriano's losses are to Spencer Lee and Thomas Gilman. Yes, yeah. One thing I like about Pletcher that I was talking to Mike Mal about yesterday, and and again, I I agree with you guys that I probably am in the corner that he can't win, but he already has more bonus point wins than last year, which makes me feel good that maybe he's starting to pick up steam offensively. Nicholas and it's uh, no Pletcher. Oh, Pletcher. And yeah. is and is going to be more more of an issue offensively, because um, if that's the case, then then he's far more interesting of a pick. But you know, he got he beat three out of four times on Meechitz last year. We'll see. Bonus points can be tough to come by in this tournament. Other than you're going to have to bonus a ranked guy probably round two on. <laughs> so if you're, I mean, there's 14 no, rank there's 14 ranked guys plus Chaz Tucker in here. It's just it should be illegal. Uh, so yeah, that's 33. Fired up for that one. Uh, let's go backwards real quick. 25, Rivera Bresser, um, and then it kind of drop off. Hayes, Russell, Moisey, Piotrowski, Schroeder, and an interesting guy, 
Rico Montoya down at 125 for the University of Northern Colorado. Very curious to watch him. Completely fascinated by Rico Montoya. Uh, Trey Andrews made the semis a couple years ago from Northern Colorado, oh and gosh. I don't know why that matters in my head, but I, I just I Troy Nickerson's NCAA champ. Maybe he can make 125s good, so maybe make Rico's sure going to have a crazy tournament. He, he can definitely get him to the Cliff Keen semis. <laughs> well, but getting the Cliff Keen semis when the fields Rivera, Bresser, Hayes, Russell, Moisey is yeah. That field was like Shram and yes, yeah. this is a much tougher field. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, Rico Montoya is kind of fascinating. I, I kind of like, I don't know. Uh, Rivera's look good. I'm, I'm sticking with him, but man, Bresser, I think that's gonna be a really close match. But I got Seabass. Yeah, I rewatched that their match from NCAA's. The twelve-two is a bit misleading as far as the final score. It was two-one going into the third, and then. Rivera, the the thing with Rivera is, he fought off Bresser's uh, one take or one shot in the first period for thirty seconds, and then both of his takedowns were super quick, which is basically the only way I think you can take down Bresser. And then it was like five two, and Bresser was pressing forward, and Rivera pancaked him for six. Hey, who's who's Bracky? Who are you smacking up on Facebook? What's the problem? Oh, some dudes crying about RBY not being ranked. Come on, learn how rankings get, work. Get, Don't ask questions. Learn how rankings work. You got to beat somebody. He said you ranked Gable right away. Uh, he beat guys. He beat Wait, number he, five and number three. <laughs> Look, welcome to rankings, guys. Get used to RBY not being ranked because if Scotty Parker's still out for that duel, Mm-mm. and if he doesn't beat Dayton in Southern Scuffle, then he'll have zero ranked wins going into the middle of January. Dang. So someone and, tried to say that Pitch beat Seriano. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Yeah, Van Brill beat Nolf. Yeah, that's exactly what somebody said. Yeah, Van Brill. They're both winning the matches when they got hurt. Yeah. Well, was yeah, he was, wasn't he? Yeah. Anyway, who are you taking at 25? Rivera? I said Seabass. He's too good on his feet. Then there's, yeah. I don't know. I I may change my mind on this. I may tweet it, and then we'll we'll go with that one. Yeah. All right, 41 is really fun because... Mitch McKee just head pinches people for fun, and I'm just waiting for him to do a leg lace one time. So we got <laughs> McKenna, Ironman, McKee, Mikey Carr, Matt Finley, Chad Red. I need, I want, I want the Chad Red that we know and love. Chad, come back. We miss you. Uh, Matt Finley, Albert, Dom Demas, Kanan Store. A lot of exciting dudes in this one. For me, I'm most excited about the potential, and I'm hoping, and I'm thinking it will be a semi Ironman McKee semi. That will be absolute fire. I'm going with McKenna because one path and two, I think he matches up well with Jaden. And even though Jaden has beaten him, and Jaden could just like straight up pin him and cradle him up, no, yeah. no problem. But um, I just think McKenna's game is so solid and fundamental. It's really tough to pick away from that. I don't think they're the match where Ironman beat McKenna was necessarily a fluke. No, I don't either. But I think that McKenna is. You know, if you're looking at like odds, I would always look at McKenna as like a 60 40, 65 35 over Jaden from now till forever. I mean, it's one of those matches where you watch it and it's like McKenna is just too smart. He's like, nope, I ain't going there with you. I ain't doing, I ain't playing your game. But sometimes, yeah, I mean, basically after McKenna lost to Tommy Thorne, he went, I'm pretty sure that was like the. The yeah. jump start, and then he like there was a there was like a long stretch where he like didn't give up points. At Big Tens, he didn't give up points. He gave up zero points at Big Tens. Tough conference. <laughs> you can Google it. Um, so I think 
I, I'm just kind of operating that that's the McKenna we'll get. And I see no reason to think that's not what's going to happen. So I'm going with that. I'm going with McKenna. I'm really curious. The, the Mitch McKee beating Cade Brock thing for me changed a lot in my head. And maybe that's stupid because it was just one match. But just that I always thought Mitch was going to win freestyle. Cade was going to win folk style. Uh, and so maybe it's the weight. Maybe Mitch is starting to mature. Because for a, a couple of years, Mitch has been – his reputation has exceeded kind of what he's done on the mat in folk style. Now, he's wrestled a lot, a lot, a lot of ranked guys. Um, but I think maybe he's starting to turn the corner. And Mikey Carr definitely fascinates me. I mean, I still remember him beating Nick Lee last year, and I got on my fantasy team. Um, there you hopefully go. we see a refreshed Mikey Carr because I think he's he's very good. And then is Dom Demas going to throw people on their heads? Because that, that could happen. At least one. At least one. I can commit to that. I, I think we'll, we'll have that. So anyone not taking McKenna here before we move on? No, McKenna. McKenna tagged him. He won him uh, 15 of his last 16. Last in the season. Only lost Only to lost one nothing to Meredith. This weight mm-hmm. is goofy. This is like you could pick, you know, if you pick one of five guys, I'm cool with it. 157, there's good guys there, but there's, in my opinion, there's parity. Yeah, here, 49. So here's the biggins. Mickey, Micah Jordan, Anthony Ashnall, Grant Leith. That's the big three. Then you've got Max Thompson, who can't be discounted. Brock Zacherl, Fine Silver, Austin O'Connor, and then drop off. And for me... I think I like Micah. I mean, it's kind of easy to take the top ranked guy. I think I think Leith is interesting, but you know, a lot of people thought Ashnault should be ahead of of Micah Jordan, but I I got Mickey. Snalty, Mobbin. Ooh, Mobbin season. And I got Mobbin all the way through. You got Mobbin title. Wire to wire, yep. Mobbin. Really, I, I'm not mad at it. Mobbin don't stop. Well, Micah Jordan. It's the only the only way Micah Jordan could be the greatest wrestler to not win NCA <laughs> is if he doesn't win. Right. So well, that he's got to beat Schnalte here. He has to, to be, get pick up that dub, get another yep. one on the resume. This, and that's a that's a reference to a time where I had Willie convinced that I believed that Micah Jordan was the greatest wrestler to never win NCAAs, and I got him to argue with me about Someone, it. Someone uh, when we posted Hunter Steber, Kellen Russell said Hunter was the best to never win. No. He, He's not. <laughs> no, he's not. I but know. he's got a better case than Micah. Uh, yeah, we were we were in the G chat, and and those two idiots, <laughs> Kyle and Christian. After a while, I realized that they were sitting there <laughs> laughing at me. Yeah, he was but pulling Christian, up all this stuff. <laughs> hey, did you see uh, Micah Christian and Klozik were working out together? What? Yeah, Jeff Jordan posted a picture of them. They were working out over Thanksgiving together Couple at Graham. Boys. Yeah, oh, number boy. one, number two. Hypothetically, if we were wrestling, would you do this move to me? No, I, w- I wouldn't. I'd never do that to you, bro. So, oh, cool. All Hypothetically, right. if we were wrestling, would you do this move? All right, interesting. So, yeah, who's Willie got? Oh, uh, I got Micah. When I talked about all that parody and stuff, I was talking about 157. Yeah. Okay, got it. Um. <laughs> So. You don't think there's parity here? Shots fired at Anthony National. I, Anthony, I think there is parity here. I so I'm, you're saying it's? Parody. You literally said it's not fair how good Micah Jordan is. Um, Mike, uh, Mike and National. I think, yeah, I think it's those two, and I'm taking Micah. All right. Are we disrespecting the neck brace? No, it's not disrespectful. He can certainly win. I just don't think that he will. 
I also don't like that Thompson. It's his first first competition of the year. Yeah, that's not that's not ideal. Um, fifty-seven. Fifty-seven, 57 is parody. Who, who I want to know who you guys are taking here. Go ahead, Chris. Uh, so I'll I'll give you the biggins: Pentelio, Berger, Keyshawn, Deacon, Kennedy, Monday. I think, and that's where there's a little drop off. You can say Blies, but I won't. Uh, I think for me, I don't know. I kind of like Deacon. Ah, I know, dog. Right, right. I, I mean, know. it's like what? Well, first of all. Pantaleo, who knows, right? I don't know what's... Is he wrestling? Is he wrestling? Is he right? He's lost, you know, a couple matches to his teammate, who's a true freshman. Then there's Tyler Berger, who really last year was, like, not that great compared to how good he is, and then got... went nuts at NCAAs and was awesome. Back to the Berger, I kind of recall. I don't... I'll say this. It was an 8-3 match um, the last time... Pantelio and Berger wrestled. They're not Eight. they're not close, those two. It's just a bad matchup for Tyler. But I don't I don't the Berger doesn't have to beat T- Pantelio to win this, right? I I could see Pantelio not making it. I could see a lot of things playing out. I mean so if Christian, the, yo. Are rankings gonna be the seeds, do you think? Or you got the pre seeds? Is it gonna be Pantelio one, Berger, Deacon two, three? I wouldn't be surprised if Deacon uh yeah, yeah. So we have Deacon behind Keyshawn, but I wouldn't be surprised if Deacon uh, was seated ahead of Keyshawn. And that a hard read. To me, to me, that's that's very important in making picks because of those matchups. Yeah, Burger Burger Deacon's a really interesting semi. Um, and you know, Monday is such a wild card too, right? Like we've seen what that guy can do. Um, Man, I'm not gonna pick Pantelio just because of like the things coming into the tournament that just give me a little, give me some pause. I think I'm going with Deacon. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not feeling. You hey, look sad about it. I am sad. I am sad because a, a lot of time I feel good and what right or wrong, I f- feel like I have a reason and a rationale, and I don't feel like I have it here. I feel like there's a lot of unknowns as far as Pantelio, huge unknown. Burger, what do we got? Deacon. He's Burger's been one of the Nebraska guys that's actually looked good this year. Yes. Yeah. Yes, but I has he faced a dude yet? Um I don't think he has. I've seen the way Pantaleo wrestles those other guys and it hasn't gone well for them. So I know that he's but he struggled he struggled last year coming in CKLV and looked like a freaking man on fire. So you have not seen him wrestle Ryan Deacon though. We have seen him wrestle Ryan Deacon. He's in freestyle. I lied. You have. Yes. You have. But he hasn't. Yeah, I haven't, clearly. So, so don't correct him, because he's still right. So, and give who, me Pantaleo. Who won? Dude, Deacon went right there with uh, Hayden. That That is... Yes. He, he beat him one time, and Hayden beats He probably should have won. Pantaleo. He got taken down with like a second left. Yeah. But give me Pantaleo until further notice. But yeah, I love Ryan Deacon, of course. No, you don't. <laughs> love is a verb, dude. Don't you know that? You got to show it. All right. That's a DC Talk reference, if any of you guys know who that is. Okay. I'm taking Burger. Yeah, you have to. You're contractually obligated to take Tyler Burger. Okay. One Nebraska guy. 65. Um, let's, I got Massa here. I don't want to talk about it that much. Uh, it's Massa, Steyart, Ashworth, White. 
This way it stinks. Makai Lewis, <laughs> Makai Lewis is interesting at 16, except he lost to Connor Flynn, number 15, so it's a little less interesting there. It's actually really good, but really stinky. Okay, so let's not talk about it much. Logan Massa, minus 150 favorite open, by the way. Okay. BTW. Okay, no one's going to talk about it, then we're moving on. Massive. 74, Miles Amin, Daniel Lewis, David McFadden, Taylor Lujan, Mikey Labriola. Now we are talking, ladies now and gentlemen. Now we are talking. That's a weight class. We got... Yeah. I, thought... I kind of want to just, I kind of want to fly to Vegas just for this weight. Also, but by the way, sorry, Willie, I'm going to have to hurt this weight a little bit. No David McFadden. I'm What'd so... you do? I didn't do... This what? is your fault. It's not my idea, dude. I w... Nothing Nothing would make me happier than David McFadden to wrestle. Did you not accept his registration fee? Because he registered. No, he didn't. He did. He was in, he's in Flow Arena, but we know he's not wrestling. Oh, he's not wrestling. Yeah. It was not my idea. I think it was. It was. All right, so Amin, I'm going with Amin. I think he's like the most slept-on wrestler in the United States of America. Did you see that thing they put on Twitter the other day? It was like Miles Amin Deceptive is the Michigan Wrestling account. That no. was fantastic. I don't know. I might have. Brecky, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it was dirty. He's got he's, all, he's got some stuff. I'm going Four with him. two overtime. Over Lewis? Amin over Lewis. That yeah. was the third-place match at NCAAs. Mm -hmm. Christian, do you see it? Playing out that way? 4-2 in overtime. That's my prediction. Well, I mean, is it tight? I is think it it's close. Is it, is I it mean, Lewis has that X factor that he could cradle him and, like, pin him. But Lewis, since his freshman year, I mean, he still scores a ton of points and a lot of bonus. But, you know, remember he rode Daringer for, like, four minutes. But uh, I I think Amin's kind of got it. He can manage that. The, the thing with Amin that worries Emerges me about Lewis matches is that's how I've seen Miles Amin lose matches is is Matt game right mm -hmm. either giving up a, a Ryan time point or not you know not he got ridden out by Lewis that's why it went into overtime um, he had to get two takedowns Lewis didn't did Lewis take takedowns. top I don't know if he took top but he rode him out for a period mm -hmm. so that's concerning but man Miles Amin's good on his feet yeah I I like him we'll see we'll see I I. I really like Daniel Lewis a lot. Labriola is interesting, but not not ready there yet. Okay, 84, the top four. Martin, Parker, Vin, Zavatsky. Sounds juicy, but I'm going to say this is miles all day. Um, it is interesting that Parker and ZZ have beaten him before. Right. So but that makes an it. Awesome. Wait. But it's awesome. just, it's a, it's a one, two, three, four, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's just that miles is. So good, right? Miles is very good. Miles if minus Miles 400. So good. If Miles was so good right now, you'd be raving about this weight. But yeah. Miles kind of, Miles, you kind of ruined this weight by being really good. You should have, <laughs> what a trick. You should have plateaued. Yeah. I mean, this is for the fans, dude. And you're just like beating everyone <laughs> soundly. I don't know. I just have a little more respect for the sport of wrestling. All right. Uh, 97 and heavy. I don't want to talk about these that much because well, Colin, Colin Moore and Gable. Colin Moore and Gable. And um, you can at us if you think someone else is going to win one of those. How fights. mad? Uh, Holt we'll... Schlag's out, right? So. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know that. Holt Schlag's out. Yeah, he's out. So that that was the only kind of interesting. You know, Holt Schlag lost first round and came all the way back last year. The entire Schlag. Holt Schlag. Holt Schlag. How long and will it take for us to post? Uh, something that Gable does, and for people to get mad online about it. I don't. It's very 
I don't know. They didn't get mad about uh, the clip I posted yesterday, so that was good. Yeah. His little, his what, little people attack. get mad that we post Gable stuff? No. Yeah, Gable's very disrespectful, and people don't like it. It, it irks them. Just act oh, like you've been there before, yeah. Willie. Yeah. Act like you've been there before. Okay, now... So Cliff Keen's going to be awesome. We'll do a couple questions from Friends. We had kind of a late start to the show, so we'll go a little bit over time. Willie Saylor is banned from questions from Friends. You cannot Will participate. Yes. That was a stupid tweet last hang, night. Hang up. Please hang Without up. Without those people, we don't have a show. What? Yeah. Fans are stupid. stupid. Your tweet. You're a jerk. I'm messing with them. No. You guys. You're a jerk. <laughs> so what? You're a jerk. Fan questions are oh stupid, God. mostly because they're fans. Could you sound like a more arrogant? What are you? <laughs> That's all we are as freaking fans. <laughs> I'm mad. I mean, no. take it serious, guys. Take it really serious. You are serious. <laughs> when you sent that last night, you were 100% serious. You were, like, mad about the questions. You don't like the questions from friends. So many times, you are the lead poo-pooer of, of the questions. You do poop a lot. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. The question, most of the questions suck. No, they don't. Not the ones we ask. The ones we ask are good. Yeah, the ones we ask are good. I don't know. The, the majority one, of questions are pretty the good. the ones that are submitted suck. I want LJ to hang up right now. I want him to hang up your Skype. LJ, you, I am dead serious. <laughs> I, I, hey, I won't, I won't answer. I won't answer unless I'm interested. And I'm only going to be interested no. in like one of them. No. Can we get to some? Well, I've, I really kind of want LJ to hang up on him. Uh... <laughs> I think that would be great. Okay, don't hang up on me. Outside of your immediate family, who would you take? I need Skype control here, because I used no. to be able to unplug your mic. Just go, just go. I won't. I'm, I'm not even gonna answer. This question is from Sam Stoll's knee. Outside of your immediate family, who would you take a bullet for? Um, well, many of my coworkers, but maybe not all of them. <laughs> That's all I'll say. Anyone you would take bullets for, guys? No man. I don't know. I. I I gotta think of like who's like truly needs to be needs to be cherished and well, saved. You know what I'm gonna say, Nomad? You should not take a bullet for anyone because the bullet is just gonna go straight through you and still kill that person. <laughs> mm. So you may as well not die. Yeah, fair enough. Does, so does my dog both count as go? immediate family? Who? My dog. Uh, no. Okay, I'll, th I'll take a bullet for Hank. All right, take a bullet for Hank. I would not take a bullet for my animals. Would Hank take a bullet for you? <laughs> Oh, oh, for sure. That's for definitely sure. true. Yeah. He's a very loyal dog. Um, okay, so we are banning Willie from questions, and we are banning Nomad from taking a bullet for <laughs> anyone, because then they'll both die, and it'll be very sad. All right. Um, is Willie too young to appear in the next Grumpy Old Men movie? No. He's he's aging before our eyes at a rate. A little bit of makeup, and he could look uh, 82 years old. Um, George D. Camillo. Uh, this is one where we really need uh, Willie, but... <laughs> He's banned, so we're just got to deal with it. Most overweight any of the guys on the show have been uh, themselves or seen someone after Thanksgiving and still made weight the next week. Now, Kyle, I feel like you should have a good story here, just being around the Ohio program. You don't have to name names, but do you know anyone? Was there anyone yeah. that came in like? Yeah. Um, I won't say a name, but uh, there was someone was a good. I'm going to guess, Close to though. 30 pounds, probably, after Thanksgiving. It oh. wasn't just all Thanksgiving. We had some time off before Thanksgiving that mm -hmm. I think helps with that, too. But So 30 yeah. pounds. What was his weight class? <laughs> if I say it, I'll give it away. Okay. Was he a uh, lightweight, a uh, middleweight, or an upperweight? Upperweight. 
I'm saying Cody Walters. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Cody! You know, he probably killed a deer and ate the whole thing. But he did, like, it was nothing. That was nothing to him. Really? Just like a casual yeah. 30? I mean, it, it came off quick. He was like two bills. Oh, uh, he got up there sometimes. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> Bigger than Phil Wellington. Nomad, do you have any funny stories? Uh, I didn't cut a whole lot away myself. And my, I don't know. We always had stuff. We always had stuff like the two days after Thanksgiving. So nobody ever got too, too big. Good. Very disciplined at Calvert Hall. Um, do, do, do. <laughs> Brock has a funny question, but I won't ask it. Um, someone else asked who's the D1 wrestler got the most overweight from Thanksgiving. I'm not going to say Sean Foss. I'm going to not uh, take this opportunity because that's a very disciplined dude, and I think he never lets his weight get over 160. Do you think that's why <laughs> Minnesota? Do you think that's why Minnesota had a duel so that Ethan <clears throat> couldn't get too big? Yeah, and even still, he is so big. He's like one of the biggest 33 pounders. He is he is enormous. Uh, all right. I know it's only been a few matches, but Gefeller, G Feller has looked outstanding. Is it possible he's the better option over Boo, even without the injury? You know, on paper, we've we've discussed this a little bit. I'm kind of like, yeah, I'm kind of with Max here. But you talk to anyone at Oklahoma State, it's Boo all day. And so I'll say no. I say Boo has to be injured for Caden to be the best option. They do love Boo down there. They love Boo. Um, all right. With the growth of online gambling and introduction of college wrestling to bet DSI, how much are we at risk for corruption? Oh, 100 percent. There's there are people throwing matches left and right. You don't even. Know you can only bet. Corruption? You, yeah, corruption. You can only bet like thirty dollars <laughs> on this. There's not going to be some uh, corruption. I, and I don't know what that would mean. You know, guys throwing matches. Maybe. Um, I'm going to say no. I mean, I'm going to like. I don't think that John Smith's telling. Dayton not to get major because he put 15 bucks on it. <laughs> I don't think that's happening. Uh, if anything, it'll be like Pete Rose and they'll bet on them to do well. Right. Yeah. It's just extra motivation to do a good job. Um, no, I don't think there's any risk at that. I mean, NCAA football, I mean, you say what you want about NCAA football, but there's like not, is there any corruption going on there? No. There's no one rigging games <clears throat> there. They're also getting more money. They're getting more money. Well, well, I'm just saying. I don't see it. Thoughts on Miles Martin Hodge chance? My personal opinion is it goes to Null for Spencer because of pins. Meyer could have a filthy bonus rate. I think Miles will be a finalist this year, but I don't think he has much of a shot. Also, sweet chin music. Bo Nickel very much could win the Hodge. Oh, yeah. Definitely Bo. Bo Nickel. Yeah. Imagine if Nolf never wins the Hodge. Well, one, it's going to be true for Nolf or Nickel. Is there, could we go co Hodge? They did one year, I think. I don't know. No, they didn't. I don't know. Yes, they did. Yeah, they did, right? Mm -hmm. But that was wasn't yeah, that, like that a, was a D three guy. Yeah, that was like a. I don't remember the situation. People are gonna yell at me because they're like, "How do you not know the story?" But it was something like the guy had cancer. Oh, uh, I thought he had back. one leg or something. Yeah, yeah, one of those situations. <laughs> we should probably stop talking. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, well, I thought someone. I don't think know. that. I don't think the cohage will apply this year. Yeah, this won't be a cohage. Back to Q some Fs. Um. All right, all right, all right. You kind of, you guys kind of touched on l last week with Gable, but who do you see as this year's villains aside from him? Uh, I was thinking Ironman, DeSanto, Kassar. 
Kassar. I don't, I don't understand. Yeah, I don't Kassar. get Kassar. Kassar. The only reason Kassar is a villain is because everyone's just going to be mad that they don't look like him. Yeah. He's like this giant, handsome dude. It's like, well, that's annoying. Oh, and he's good at wrestling. Congrats, what Anthony. A jerk. Wow, it must be fun Why being on Penn State and looking like that. Sucking at something. Yeah. Gable and DeSanto are definitely the two biggest ones. Uh, Iron Man's interesting. He does a little bit. He's kind of uh, interesting after he wins matches, but I don't think it. I think everyone likes Jaden. Yeah. I think everyone. I I don't know. I've heard people say they don't like him. Oh really? Yeah. Well, they can they can go somewhere. <laughs> Kassar, very yeah. I don't I don't I don't. Understand I think it's definitely I think it's definitely Kassar. Man, we should do just the straight jealousy villain <laughs> angle. We should try to make him a villain. <laughs> what if we do? You won't believe what Anthony Kassar said about. I also I don't know. I feel like Penn State as a whole is like. Villainous Yankee type evil empire at this point. Yeah, like everybody's just rooting against. Who would them. be the lead villain? I, Bo Nichols like the lead villain for. No, Ma- people don't like Mark Hall. That's bullcrap. I don't get that. I, I'm telling I, you on I social get... media, it's Mark Hall. That's so crazy to me. I know. I it's. Ridiculous. I would think it would be Bo. Well, Bo, you know the that's what we do thing. A lot of people are like, come on. I mean, obviously we didn't care, but um, you read the chatter. But yeah, I don't get Mark as the villain at all. I think maybe when there's some down, because this will be the first time we'll, we'll get to see like a large group of guys all at one time. Maybe when there's some downtime in CKLV. We'll see if we can come up with like more than five. Ranking. Yeah, if we can get like a legitimate list, we'll make it into an article. Oh, uh, I think Ryan Tierney just brought it up on Facebook. The but Suriano, Suriano, oh yeah, yeah, Suriano is definitely people. Villain. Is Ash not the villain? Oh yeah, Schnalti is. Oh yeah, we just uh, hadn't we just hadn't seen him in a couple of years, but. Yeah. He got some people Shnalti. triggered okay. in tens a few years ago. He got in, Nomad's he excited, got Willie. No, out. but remember remember when Logan was really mad mm-hmm. at Schnalty and then Ashnall quote tweeted and said Mobbin. So that Ashnall Micah match could be very contentious. At least like especially from, especially if Logan tweets again. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? Like Ohio State definitely does not like Schnalty. So I'm wondering if that's that wow. one, that one could get chipped. We need more villains. I think the villain Levels out. Yeah, Kassar can't do it all, guys. Yeah, Gil- uh, Gilman's <laughs> gone, so a couple other guys gone. Brock Desert, where is Geo Magic? Kyle? He's injured. His career's done. He's still at Oklahoma State, but I think he's You should have said Magic Camp. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I guess he's not in Magic Camp. <laughs> he's... Yeah. I don't know. Um, was... was <laughs> What's so funny, silly Willie? Magic Camp! Well, I don't know. Um... Was Willie at Flow able to recreate the Grandma Pile's gravy? Hashtag FRL questions. No, you can't. can't. Listen, when Grandma makes stuff, what, what, you know, you can't just recreate that at home. Yeah, you can't. You can't just repaint the Mona Lisa. Uh, okay, it's nine twenty-one. I think it's time to go. You got sensitivity training? No, no training. Uh, no training. Is that still going on? Uh, Thursday's the last day. So uh, we'll see. Do you get like a certificate saying uh, you completed? I I hope so. I hope I hope there's some sort of um, something. Yeah. Well, otherwise, what was this all about? Hopefully, not just hey, sensitivity. We're doing, this, we're doing this Thursday, right? We're doing this Thursday. I strategically booked an afternoon flight. Nomad will not be here. Continuing my streak of like seven consecutive weeks missing the Thursday show. Yeah. Uh, I will be on the ground in Vegas early. Willie and I will be doing who's number one show tomorrow. Uh, 11.30 Eastern Time. we got a couple big boards. I don't know what we're doing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I'm going to be trying to get you guys all the interesting content. Last year I got Zahid, Moss, and everybody 
early on CKLV, but Arizona State's going to be there, so we'll see what I get on the ground this year. Wow. So it's going to be a challenge for you. We thank you guys for listening. We thank you to ASICS for your support of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. LJ is cranking the outro music in my ear. He just took it to 11. I don't know if it's 11 in your ears now, but we will be back Thursday, as we mentioned, for Willie Saylor, Kyle Brackey, Daniel Roy, Lobdell Jr. I'm Christian Piles. Thanks, and see you next time.